0: Amy Johnson do you um, affirm that you'll tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth yes I do
1: good morning Amy good morning so can you state your full name where you're from and your occupation
0: sure so my name is Amy Johnson Um, I'm from Chester Nova Scotia Um, I am a dental hygienist currently unemployed
1: and since when have you been unemployed
0: uh, February of 2022, so just over a year.
1: So in February 2022, at that point, how long had you worked as a dental hygienist?
0: I was three months shy of
1: 22 years. 22 years. Yeah. And how do you like being a dental hygienist?
0: I love being a dental hygienist, actually. Um, I love interacting with people, helping them, um, you know, making sure that people are taking good care of their oral health, and which in turn is over their overall health. It was a great profession.
1: Back in early 2020, were you employed as a dental hygienist at that time? Yes, I was. And who was your employer?
0: Chester Family Dental, Dr. Natasha Zink.
1: How long had you been at that place? Just shy of 22 years. Oh, okay. so, so right I out of went school. there straight out of university, right.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Same office, same, same employee, same, same employer.
1: And how would you describe your experience working there up to that point?
0: It was great. Um, There was 10 of us, all women. Um, We were a cohesive group. We uh, worked together five days a week, you know, ate lunch together, went out to lunch, went out for birthdays, you know, parties, all that stuff.
1: I imagine being there 22 years, you would know the patients fairly well. Uh,
0: Extremely well. And, you know, that's the other thing, too. The patients became my friends as well. You know, like a lot of patients I would see every four to six months regularly. I would see, you know, between 12 to 15 patients a day for five days a week.
1: How big is Chester, Nova Scotia?
0: Um Chester in the winter is about three three thousand three five hundred people. In the summer we can go up to like twelve thousand people. Okay, so people yeah. know each other pretty well. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we're a pretty small knit community. We're about halfway between Halifax and Lunenburg. Yeah. So
1: in 2020, as you began to hear about COVID 19, were you concerned?
0: Um initially, yes, I was. Um so we dentistry doesn 't fall under health care, so we we fall more under Nova, the Nova Scotia Dental Board and of course, for myself, the Dental Hygienists Association. So in uh, March of two thousand and twenty, we were actually shut down prior to the province actually shutting down schools and you know, the nursing homes and things like that, because they were taking it very seriously. It was very unknown. Um, They were worried about transmission. Obviously, we deal with germs people's mouths, so, you know, it was uh, pretty important to kind of figure out what was going on, and um, so, yeah, so we shut down early March and um, didn't reopen until June of 2020, so we were shut down for a few months there. So that was a dental board decision? Yes, it was. So
1: you would have been at home during that time? Yes, I was. And so when the vaccines became available did you choose to take any of the vaccines? no i did not and why not
0: um well when it when they first started talking about the vaccines um you know on a positive note you're thinking okay this is a good thing but then you start doing your own research um and you realize you know hmm COVID has a 99 plus survival rate and so something that was so rushed the vaccine was so rushed and experimental i was just like you know what i think Previous gentleman that was up earlier said, you know, let's just wait. I'm going to hold back. And that was kind of my initial reaction was like, you know what, I'll just wait, let other people, you know, take it and kind of iron out the kinks and see what's going on. And then I quickly realized this wasn't for me.
1: And what sources did you consult in making that decision?
0: Well, I'm a numbers person. I like statistics. So, you know, initially I would, um, you know, check like the dash, the Nova Scotia dashboard and, um, you know, the stats, Canada, and even the, um, world health organization, but the numbers just never seem to add up. Like, you know, like these people were vaccinated and, and, but the numbers keep getting bigger. And, and then the biggest one, the biggest red flag for me was, uh, when they put the vaccine passports in and, um, so, the exposure sites here in Nova Scotia, we have the exposure site website, you know, where, you know, this exposure site, don't go there, don't go there. And all the exposure sites are places where people that were unvaccinated couldn't go. So, how are we the problem? How are the unvaccinated the problem when the exposure sites are all vaccinated people? So, as quickly realized that the vaccine doesn't stop transmission. And f- from my dental standpoint, the only reason why I would take the vaccine is to protect my patients that i wouldn't want to transmit you know um COVID to a patient but if the vaccine doesn't stop transmission what is the point of taking the vaccine if its effectiveness for severity of disease is still questionable and doesn't stop transmission
1: so during that time how did you feel about the way the media was portraying COVID 19 and the vaccines and
0: well it was it's actually very disheartening it makes you question everything that the media said over the last, you know, years, um, very biased, very fear mongering, you know, again, I was, I worked from June of 2020 until February of 2022 through this whole pandemic, um, seeing 10, 15 patients a day and majority of them are scared to death. And it's, that's really sad that they're scared of something that, you know, does have a 99% survival rate and we don't know much about the vaccine, and they're putting so much faith in the vaccine. So, when you made that decision not to take the vaccine, did you
1: share that with your coworkers?
0: Absolutely. You know, um, at lunchtime or just in random conversations, and um, my coworkers weren't so receptive of that. <laughs> Can
1: you describe a bit more in detail just how this decision impacted? Sure. Well,
0: at, at, at the start, when I, you know, when the vaccine started coming out, um, I would say, you know, I think you guys should hold off. You know, wait and because again dentistry doesn't fall under healthcare but because we're on um, such high exposure we did we, we were given the opportunity to get the vaccines quite early on with the nurses and, and the doctors um so nine out of ten of us um were right there the first ones in line getting the vaccine and people were trying you know my coworkers were like you should do it you should do it and but then that quickly turned to um instead of just you know saying you should do it, you should do it Uh, to anger and, you know, animosity, um, alienation. You know, I would go to work just to work and there was no more going out to lunch with my coworkers or talking to them on the weekend or, yeah. Why do you think that they reacted that
1: way? Why do you think, why were they telling you to get the vaccine and why were they upset?
0: Well, they felt that I was not only putting my patients in danger, but also them and being irresponsible. um, Just because I'm unvaccinated. Doesn't mean that I don't take my job seriously, or I don't care about my patients. But that's how they were perceiving it as, that I was being selfish and only thinking about myself.
1: And you said you're no longer employed. So no. were there mandates for the? For your so
0: marriage? the. Um, Um, because I fall under the dental board and the Nova Scotia Dental Hygienist associations, both the board and the association did not mandate vaccines. Um, Both of course were, you know, uh, recommending vaccines, but we were not legislated to get get a vaccine because it didn't stop transmission. So their official statement was the vaccine doesn't stop transmission, so there's no benefit for the patient. i'm sure all of you have gone to the dentist so um you know that we use universal precautions pre-covid and then those universal precautions were only amped up even further we had to wear gowns we had to double mask face shields goggles you know um gloves um there was new protocols on scrubs we couldn't um we we would have to change them even if we left the office for, even for a minute like it was ex- very extreme um but no vaccine mandate so then uh at christmas december of 2021 my employer came to me and she officially said you need to get vaccinated and i said no um and i said let's have this discussion about the vaccine and she said i'm not discussing it you don't follow the science and i said okay so then when we came back after christmas because we closed for three weeks over christmas um one of my coworkers. Uh, got sick and tested positive for COVID. And she was triple vaxxed and was extremely sick for three weeks, very, very ill. But one of the protocols that we did have was that to come back to work, all of the employees had to be uh, negative PCR tests to come back to work before the office reopened after um, my coworker had COVID. So reluctantly, I went to go get my PCR test and it came back positive. I was totally asymptomatic, I never got sick. And um, so, when I called my employer, Dr. Natasha Zink, um, to tell her, she was not happy, obviously. Um, but because I was unvaccinated, I had to wait the full 14 days of quarantine, even though I was asympt- asymptomatic. And at that time, it, the protocol was only down to a week, but because I was unvaccinated, I had to have the full two weeks off. And um, so, I was set to go back to work on a Monday, and a couple days later, before I was getting back to getting ready to go back to work, she called me and she fired me. And she said that I was putting my patients at risk and that because I wouldn't get vaccinated, I was no longer to work there. So you were immediately terminated. I never went back to work after testing positive for COVID. And
1: did she, did she fire you with cause or did she pay you? Um,
0: well, she said that f- first, I was putting my patients in danger. And secondly, she said there would be a shortage of work because um, patients wouldn't see me because I was unvaccinated. Which yeah. And it's and it's the hypocrisy of the whole thing is that my coworker who had COVID was extremely ill for three weeks, was triple vaccinated, still has a job, but I'm unvaccinated and and tested positive for COVID but was completely asymptomatic and I don't have a job. So after twenty two years. Yeah. So your income ceased immediately? I yes. I was given, uh, she did pay me some sick leave for those first few days when, I w- when we were waiting for the test results for the PCR test, and I did get my two weeks or three weeks of vacation pay.
1: How did it feel to be let go from that position?
0: Um, it was devastating. Um, like I said, uh, I worked, you don't work somewhere for 22 years and not love it, right? And um, it wasn't a job, it was a career, it was my identity. So it was really, really hard, really, really hard, I, I, and not to mention financially hard. You know, I made almost $80,000 a year, and that's a lot of money to lose in a, in a household. And it put a lot of pressure on my husband to, you know, make sure that he, you know, could pull up his socks and, and help more as well so,
1: so since then, have you sought employment elsewhere?
0: Yes, I have. Um, so, like I said earlier, I do live in a small community. There is uh, two other dental offices within about fifteen minutes of us. So, one of the offices, one of the hygienists, was retiring, and I had, you know, from a friend, um, had heard that. So I reached out to. Um, it's called Chester uh, Dental Clinic, Dr. Andrea. Um, and I reached out via email, and you know, so asking her if she would be interested in me possibly working there. And um, she did reply with a lovely email. I actually brought it today. But um, when I applied for the job, I never mentioned my vaccine status because it's not really anyone's business. But um, and so then, when she replied back to me, she had already knew my vaccine status. And would not hire me, and I have the email would not hire me solely based on the fact that I wasn't vaccinated. So that was one.
1: Would um, you like to read the email or should Yeah, you?
0: sure I can. It, w- it is. Um, she says, thank you for reaching out to me regarding our soon to be vacant dental hygienist position. I do apologize for my late response because it did take her a few days. Um, at this point, I am unable to offer you a position with us. Professionally, I have to consider the reality of alienating patients and staff because of your vaccination status, which I had never told her, so I find that very interesting. Um, Unfortunately, Nova Scotia seems to stand alone as the world moves on. Personally, I could not disagree more with the public health protocols, having sat on the Return to Work Committee for COVID-19 on behalf of the NSDA. I am absolutely appalled at what has transpired in our once free profession. We are beholden to ridiculous public health directives. The hypocrisy of mandating vaccines and masking in dental office defies logic, common sense, and science. It did at the onset and is most certainly does not presently. I admire you for your courage and your stance against personal freedoms and standing up against tyranny. I am sorry for this, that it cannot work out for us at this time. Wishing you all the best, Dr. Andrea. So she was supportive of you decision. supportive yeah. of me, but wouldn't employ me, right. so.
1: And, again, there were no mandates. She wasn't required. No,
0: and, again, these are, um, Dr. Zink, when she fired me, and Dr. Andrea as well, these are their sole um, ideas or opinions because the dental board does not regulate vaccinations.
1: And did you try uh, finding So the third dental
0: office in my area is um, Mahon Bay Dental. Um, so in November of 2022, that just went by, um, they had a vacancy come up, so I uh, I went in for the interview, and three days later I was offered the job um, via email, and um, she sent me the contract. We worked out all the details. I was set to start December um, I think it was the 17th, and on December 10th she called me because she heard through the grapevine that I was unvaccinated, because during the interview was not discussed during um, the contract that she had given me and sent to me via email, not discussed. Um, But she had heard that I was unvaccinated, wanted to confirm that. And of course, I'm not going to lie about my status. I'm not ashamed of it, nor embarrassed, Um, although it is not anyone's, um, you know, it's not their business. But um, so she said, if it's true, and I said, yes, it is. And uh, she said, well, I'll still offer you the job, but, Um, will be, I'll put you in a three month probationary period. And if patients will continue to see you knowing of your vaccine status and it all works out, then I will um, offer you a full time job. And I said, no, thank you. So, and I walked away. And
1: why did you say no, thank you?
0: Um, Well, first of all, I, again, it's not anyone's business what my vaccine status is. Um, Second of all, I don't, I didn't want to be put through that torture again. And not knowing that every, like I said, I see 10 to 15 patients a day, not knowing, is this the patient that's going to go to, her name is Dr. Fahar, um, go to Dr. Um, Sarah and say, hey, I don't want to see her anymore because she's unvaccinated. Um, yeah. And, and uh, so, yeah, I was really reluctant to do that. So I said no. And I declined.
1: So you've worked as a dental hygienist for 22 years. Yeah. How long have you been in Chester? 22 years. 22 years. And yeah well
0: actually I grew up in Chester mm-hmm. but um, moved away for a few years and then after when I got my job okay. 22 years ago.
1: And is there anywhere else in Chester you could work as a dental hygienist? No, those are
0: the only dentist offices within a half an hour so yeah I'd have to start traveling and again I was spoiled rotten for 22 years I walked to work.
1: <laughs> yeah. So outside the workplace did the vaccine passports have much of an impact on your life?
0: Absolutely, you know, um, I, besides the obvious of, you know, not being able to go to the gym or the movies or restaurants and things like that, um, but more importantly in, in my house, we, uh, over that, that period, we missed two family funerals and two weddings.
1: Yeah. And can you give a few more details about that? Or?
0: Sure. Well, one of the funerals uh, was uh, my husband's uncle, who is like a father to him, who's very special to us. Um, Coincidentally, he did pass away within a week of his second shot, Um, but we were unable to go to uh, the church service. They asked my husband to be a pallbearer, but when they found out that he was unvaccinated and we were unable to go to the church service, obviously he couldn't do that. Um, They did have a grave-sized service, so we were able to go to the grave-sized service uh, because it's outside, and this was um, actually last February. Um, February of 2022 and uh, so we did go to the grayside service but we offended family members by going by being present Um, we you know it it has created a huge rift in our family Um, there are family members that don't speak to us any longer over us going to the funeral
1: so they were upset that you went to the
0: outdoor service. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, the misconception that just because we're unvaccinated, we're, we're spreading this horrible disease to everyone, right? And it's really sad. And, you know, if you look at the numbers, people that are vaccinated are the ones getting COVID currently. And, um, and I go back to my own experience at my work office. You know, it's okay for a triple-vax person to get COVID, but it's not okay for me to get COVID or even be around people.
1: So would you say that the measures impacted relationships in your life?
0: Absolutely, it did, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Do you have children, Amy? I do. Um, I have two children. They're both grown. um, And this has, in fact, affected them as well, very much so. Um, My daughter, in September of 2021, uh, started her first year of university at Dalhousie. She was accepted into the Bachelor of Science program, the exhilarated program. And within weeks of her starting, they mandated that all nursing students had to be double vaccinated. So she chose not to get vaccinated. So she left the nursing program and switched to a Bachelor of Science. And uh, her hopes were then to to be a natural path. And shortly thereafter, the Dalhousie uh, decided that all students had to be double vaccinated. So we were kind of in a bit of a dilemma there, but then they transitioned to online learning. So she was able to do all our courses online. So we were happy with that. But then um, she started receiving letters that um, coercing her or threatening her to get double vaccinated or she wouldn't be able to complete her year at school. And it uh, turns out they, they came true. And she ended up, we lost all of her tuition money and she wasn't able to get the credits.
1: So they, they just told her to leave. So yeah,
0: yeah, she uh, yeah, yeah, she wasn't able to um, go to in person to Dalhousie to write her exams. So she did the courses all year long online, and uh, then when um, at the end of the the term, when she came to do the exams, they wouldn't make special accommodation for her because she was not able to be on the premises without being double vaccinated.
1: Would that affect her transcripts?
0: Yes, it that ended up. Um, she, she did get uh, fails, like Fs, but they, but they said that if you come back and take that same course again, they would replace the, the failure. So yeah, and so my son um, and my husband, they own a construction company called Noss & Son Construction, and um, they were also, it was the fall of 2021, they were doing a project on an Airbnb um, owned by Colin and Carol McDonald in Chester. And um, they, it was a large project. They were intend to be there probably about five months. they were about halfway through and it was right before Christmas of 2021. And the manager of the property, his name is Victor L- Lovett, he uh, heard apparently through the grapevine that, that my husband and son were unvaccinated and he arrived on the job site livid, irate, kicked them off the job site, told them to take their tools and that they were fired. Like so you know, it's very difficult um, living in a small community because everyone knows everything, and the deformation of character as well that people talk behind, you know, and my husband and son being self-employed, you know, we worry about their business. Uh, Jacqueline, my daughter, has now since opened up her own business, Coastal Charcuterie, doing charcuterie boards. And you know, she's doing really well and really successful, but you know you wonder at what point sometime that might come back again.
1: And Amy, I just have one final question.
0: Sure. Do you regret your decision? No, not at all. My health is far more important than any money. Or um, and and again I I'm at the age that I'm I'm approaching fifty. Um, So I was in a position that I was able to stick to my guns and my my morals and, and make a choice for myself and my health and my family. But I feel horrible for people that are younger or even older that have to feel the pressure to, to cave to that coercion. And, you know, and I'm not going to say that maybe when I was you know, in my late 20s, early 30s, and had two small kids and great big mortgage and car payments, that I might have caved as well. And I was just really fortunate that I was in a position that I was able to you know, continue to, to um, stick to my moral standards. Thank you. And I'll turn it over to the commissioners if you have any questions. Well, thank you very much for your testimony. I, I have a question about the, um, your clinical, uh, the, the, um, the dentists. Were they asking for a patient to be treated that they show vaccination? No. Or? So, um, that, at the dental office, you don't, you didn't have to be vaccinated to come. Because, again, dentistry kind of falls under that health care, but it doesn't. Um, so, we, we did not ask people their vaccination status, and all people were treated equal. Okay, thank you.
1: We're good. Thank you, Amy. Thank you.